0: Hey there, I'm Ashley, and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher.
1: Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I'm an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work-family-social life balance.
0: Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts for teachers and mamas, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so, so much more. Living a healthy lifestyle is for everyone from young children to adults. Health, wellness, and emotional and social well-being starts at home and should be expanded upon in the classroom. Everyone can
1: benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. So if you're ready to learn some helpful tips, let's do this thing.
0: Hello everyone, today we are chatting with Amy, and I love the way she spells her name with two E's at the end. Uh, We met her on Instagram, and she has some awesome advice on lesson planning more efficiently. And if you are a TPT author, you're going to love this one because she is going to talk about TPT burnout and how to prevent that from happening, which is totally in alignment with our teacher burnout Um, Her account focuses on classroom management strategies and organization in the classroom and then engaging lessons for elementary and homeschool teachers. So um, hello, Amy, and welcome. We're really excited to have you on the show and to chat today. Can you give us a little backstory on you and why you're doing what you're doing now as a TBT author?
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, so it started back in college. So I graduated in 2020, and that was also the first year I started teaching. So I was doing both at the same time. Um, but when I decided I wanted to do, I wanted to be an elementary teacher. I spent hours scrolling through Pinterest and dreaming about my future classroom. And through Pinterest, I stumbled upon Teachers Pay Teachers. So I downloaded every freebie I could find, and then I put them in a Google folder. So when I started teaching, I just didn't have a penny to spend on resources. I was still paying for college. I was only getting half a salary because I wasn't officially a teacher yet, even though I technically was like two months in. Um, But each day after I finished teaching, I stayed up into the wee hours of the morning, teaching myself how to make my own worksheets and projects for my students. And then I uploaded them to Teachers Pay Teachers, and that kind of started a second job for me as a teacher author. Um, But most importantly, I connected with other teachers online, and I realized that I could bring my lessons and my creativity into more classrooms than just mine and see that from other teachers, too.
1: Awesome. Love that. So then what brought you to Instagram and kind of doing... um, and you can tell everyone too, like what, what you're doing now on Instagram.
2: Yeah, so I post um, ideas every day of things that I'm doing in the classroom, or I highlight my TPT products and just show teachers how to use them, because with combing through all of those hundreds of resources, the hardest part was, like, I have this great resource, but I don't know how to use it. So I just make, like, little mini tutorials of how to use them in my classroom, but everything Um, you can really just use in any kind of setting, homeschool, the classroom, it doesn't really matter. Um, But when I got started with Instagram, I didn't know that there were so many teachers that had like specific pages for their Mm -hmm. Instagram. I made one just so I wouldn't bother my friends and family posting about it on my own personal one. (laughs) And then as I was like, using hashtags and people were reaching out to me like oh hey welcome to teacher gram and I was like okay I guess that's the thing um I took a break for like a month and then when I started um working on my classroom getting everything set up I was working I was going in really early in the morning really late at night I spent my whole summer just decorating and getting everything perfect and I wanted to remember the next year because I knew that my position wasn't totally locked in. So I didn't know if I was going to change grade levels or if I would be at that school. So I didn't want to completely restart. So I started just recording Instagram stories of what I was doing just to kind of use like a scrapbook. Um, And then I just started connecting with other teachers that way. And it kind of has just exploded into this really cool community that I just get to connect with teachers every day and learn from people all over the world and share my ideas. And it's super fun.
0: I I love that you were using stories as a way to like keep everything organized. I did that <laughs> when we went on our road trip, our summer road trip two years ago, and we're going on another road trip this year. So I'm like really excited to go back and, and, and look at my highlights and like, yeah. What did I set myself up for? <laughs> so Yay. that's yeah. yeah. So that's really cool. That's a good idea for any teachers out there that are looking to like kind of organize themselves a little bit more, Um, if they have their own like teacher Instagram and everything. Yeah, um,
2: Instagram will like archive all of those things for yeah. you. I could still go back to the very beginning, which is super cringy, but it's all there. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so for the super like illiterate
1: semi illiterate Instagram users like myself, you can't just like post your stories and they'll save automatically, right? You have to like. They actually do they save do. Like extra. They do. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Where do they
0: go? Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> go I have you. no idea. I'll
0: have to. I'll show you one day when Especially we're together. Like
2: our audience might not know either. Yeah, it's just in your settings, but I think they've changed, they change Instagram so much. So maybe by the time you hear this, it will already be outdated, but um, I think it's just in your settings and then you can see your archives and it will just be, oh, Oh. like that little hamburger menu, the three little bars, when you're at your um, profile, you click on that and then it will say archive and then you can um, click up at the top. So it will say posts, stories, and lives. So all of your stories, like I can go all the way back to like my first year teaching and I'm still wearing a mask and everything and to today. So it's super cool. cool.
1: I just learned something new. Thank you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, you know what?
0: You just, that's not how I've been getting there. So I'm glad you told us because <laughs> this is better. And I just found a memory from a year ago that we could share on our stories right
2: now. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. You can share them to your profile again and. That'd be super oh fun. Maybe I'll go back and share some of those super yeah. early
1: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, awesome. my mind is a little bit blown right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Um, okay. I know when we were chatting in our messages and then throughout your stories, uh, you are good at taking care of yourself now to make sure that you don't burn yourself out, but it hasn't always been that way. what I was gathering when we were talking. (laughs) So um, tell us some things you used to do as a TPT author that would
2: wear you out and tear you down. Yeah, for sure. The keyword is definitely now that, and I wouldn't say that like, I'm even great at taking care of myself. It's just, I've had to learn how to prioritize better. And that's taken a lot of therapy to be perfectly honest. Like I was diagnosed with and um, I've had anxiety my whole life, but I was diagnosed with um, OCPD last year. So that's like a type of OCD. And, um, but it basically is like one of the characteristics of it is you are a workaholic. Like
0: mm-hmm. I have
2: to have everything perfect and it shows up mostly in my work. So I just was talking with my therapist, like I would get done with school. I actually wasn't going to even share this part, but we'll just be completely open here because it really helped me a lot and hopefully it will help someone too.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: I would get on with her and I was still in my classroom at seven o'clock and I'd be like, hey, just finishing up, like I have to pick the perfect font for this worksheet. And like, I know that the kids don't care, but I care. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, I just needed to have everything perfect. So she would just give me like kind of exposure therapy and a bunch of stories. My favorite one that she had for me was, and talking about glass balls. I can't remember the author who talked about this, but she's like an author and a mom and people would tell her all the time, like, how do you juggle everything? And she says, I don't. I look at all the things on my to-do list as a glass ball and a plastic ball. So if you drop a glass ball, it'll break. Like you don't wanna drop those. So that's like family, friends, just the things that are super important to you. And then you have your plastic balls, which would be like picking fonts for a worksheet. Like mm-hmm. so getting work done for the next day would be a glass ball, because if you're walking into a classroom with nothing prepared and you have thirty little kids, it's not going to be a good day for you. And um, but I just kind of had to start learning to let things go that way, and um, and that was a really good analogy for me. And it changes all the time too. Like it's not just like here are my glass and here are my plastic. Like. Some days I have a deadline and I need to make work more of a priority. And some days like I just want to hang out with my fiance and he's the gospel like 100% of the time. But just we might have an activity we do that that day that would take more time. So I think that it really changed for me when I looked at balance isn't like keeping not like a pie chart where everything is like an even piece of the pie it's just Mm -hmm. like giving your time into what is most important that day or that hour it changes for me all the time i don't have like a set list Mm -hmm. um and one thing i didn't realize is that teachers don't get overtime pay until after i had signed my first teaching contract but when three o'clock hits i think I've seen this at every school I've been in. It's so rare to see teachers leave the building on time. Um, it's more typical to see teachers leaving about an hour after their contract ends, and they're still like carrying bags of work and papers that need to be graded and stuff, um, because there's just so much to be done. Um, in the first few years of teaching, I really didn't leave until about 7 o'clock, and that was just to eat dinner, and then I'd come home and work until 11 Um, And I was overwhelmed. I wanted to do a great job for my students. I felt like I owed it to them to make school as fun as possible. My contract wasn't totally locked in yet, so I really wanted to have a job the next year. Um, And it was a lot, but and I don't think those things are a bad thing. But it definitely took everything out of me and made me one hundred percent focus on school. Um, And I was always planning day to day, and that just was not sustainable.
0: You and I are like. (laughs) <laughs> that's how my first year went too it was it was awful yeah but I was I was a hot mess that year <laughs>
2: I think every first teacher is that way though and it's really hard like I just didn't really get support either I was kind of just on my own trying to figure things out too
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: well I I Love that analogy or the visual of the glass balls and the plastic balls. I think I've heard that before, but for some reason it just clicked with me today. So um, I think that's a really great visual Like in thinking about ourselves as teachers. Because I agree, there were definitely times where I'm like, I must cut all of this out Mm -hmm. before I can leave. Or I'll have to take it home and cut it out on the living room floor. And really, that was probably a plastic ball. A very colorful flamboyant plastic ball yeah, that was grabbing my attention.
2: Yeah. Because it's like, okay, but if I don't get this done tomorrow, then I have to fit it into my lunch or something else. Like it's just really hard to find that balance as a teacher. So I think that's why it's so common for every teacher to feel that way too.
1: Mm-hmm. So what types of things do you do now to make sure that you're taking care of yourself throughout the day? Like, what does that look like?
2: yeah I don't think like I don't want this to like be the end all be all for everybody because I think what worked for me was just figuring it out for myself and being in it like all of the Mm -hmm. advice I got from other teachers and there's always so much of it but nothing really worked for me until I just kind of had to start trying things and and A big reason why I had that crazy schedule is because I was at a time in my life that it didn't really matter how long I stayed at school because I just had an empty apartment waiting for me at home. Um, Mm And so I was overwhelmed and anxious all the time. And it really shifted when I started dating my fiance. And then I started prioritizing my time with him and finally found a balance. And that I could I kind of remembered who I was before teaching because it was like I had my job in the classroom, I had my Instagram and social media stuff. And then I also was a TPT author. And it kind of just took him saying, like, I love you, I would still love you, even if you weren't a teacher, like, even if you weren't doing all these things, like, I would still love you. And I think it was kind of just the validation that I needed, like, okay, like, this isn't the only thing I have going on in my life. It helps me so much. It's something that I find a lot of joy in, but there are other things that I like outside of teaching. Um, so it really wasn't that hard to let go of that schedule. And honestly now I can't believe that I ever stayed that late because now that three o'clock mark hits and I am out of there. I want to be doing anything else. I just need that time to decompress. Um and some things that I do now instead um are just I I really think that self-care is just anything you can do to relieve feeling overwhelmed throughout the day. At least that's like my Mm -hmm. definition. Like it's not like I'm painting my nails every day or I'm going out to eat stuff like that because I just don't have time for things like that. And so what works for me in the business side of things is I leave at that contract time, And I batch my content after school. So I plan everything a month in advance. So right now it's April and I'm working on everything for May. And so I usually spend one week creating Pinterest pins on Canva. And then the next week I'm uploading them into Tailwind and scheduling everything else that I have. The next week I make my Instagram content. Um, I used to like take five different outfits and put them in a duffel bag and go to the school on Saturdays. And I would just record a bunch of videos. Now I have um, videos that I can use from last year. So I'm not creating new things every day. And so it kind of just, just, it takes time too. And then I repost those to TikTok and Pinterest. I don't really make like individualized content for each platform because that's just too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last week of the month I dropped my weekly emails and then the next week I start the process all over and I really enjoy creating the resources so it's just a matter of keeping a balance and not working every second of the day because I would um, and outside of TPT I work out and I have a schedule that I follow and I also started paying for an app so I'd be more motivated to follow through with the workouts um, and my fiance is at an army training right now. So we FaceTime every day it's the best part of my day. And I try to do things that like I can talk to him about. Um, so it kind of makes me go out of my way a little bit because I would just stay at home and work on things and um, not really have anything to talk about other than the same old Groundhog Day story every day. Um, and then I just read a chapter of a book every day before I go to bed.
0: Nice. I
1: love that. Yeah, and I agree that self-care, we talk a lot about how it's not just bubble baths and Mm -hmm. exactly getting your nails done. Although those can be great, we view um, self-care as more all-encompassing. It's it's taking care of yourself, like Mm -hmm. if we just really think about it. So, It's taking care of our emotional health, our mental health, our spiritual health, our environmental health. So in just that boundary of not staying late, like that's taking control of your environment and that is Mm self-care. And um, so what did I say? I said environmental, spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical health. Mm -hmm. So just we are each of those things. And what I heard you say too really resonated that. I think, especially first-year teachers, it is super easy to lose our identity Mm
2: -hmm. into
1: teaching. Like, teaching is our identity, and um, I think what you said was really beautiful. Like, it just took someone validating you, saying, I love you even though you're not a teacher. Like, I think that can help that identity shift. Like, what am I other than a teacher? I'm me, and what does that look like?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Because, yeah, I loved it so much, but I really did lose myself in it, which is what every veteran teacher will warn you about. But it's just, again, I think something that you really have to figure out for yourself. Like, probably even some of the audience members are like, yeah, that sounds nice. But like, I just love teaching. And that's how I felt for a long time, too. But you can only do that for so long. There comes a point where you need to kind of separate yourself from your job. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a season. And then after that season, you kind of have to, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, let's switch gears and chat about lesson planning and how to do it more efficiently. So teach us your ways. I'm ex- excited to hear all the goods uh, that you have to offer on this one.
2: So this took me three years to finally be able to do, but I have a binder system that helps me organize all of the materials I need. And it's my favorite way to, that works for me. Um, so I started launching new monthly bundles that I hope other teachers can use to make the process easier. So in each little um, bundle, there's worksheets for every month. So I just did the language arts ones and then I'll do the math next and then science and social studies. Um, but I look at a, cur- cur- how do you say that word? Curriculum, <laughs> there we go, <laughs> and That's my TPT store. And I just work from there. So I collect all the binders that I need. I'll take like my language arts one or I just have one that's like for April and I'll pull everything I need for the month in there or sorry, not the month, the week. I do it week by week. So I do that on Friday and I find activities and I find like fast finisher things and I print all of that out and paper clip everything day by day. And then I put Um, I have a 10 tier rolling cart that has that's labeled with the days of the week. So all my Monday stuff will be in the Monday. And then um, I just put a little sticky note like this is for language arts. This is for math. And then when we get to that thing, I just pull that out and pass it out to the kids. And that is it. It sounds like a lot of work. But once you kind of get in this system, it just makes life so much better because you're not scrambling every day. I just really wanted to get away from that day by day planning.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not that
1: hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely takes time. That's for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. So, it, would you do
1: that? Like, when would you recommend doing that? Like on a Friday, or um, how? What was your kind of procedure for like getting the week done?
2: So I had. Um, I have a teacher's assistant that helped me make all the binders and put them together. So mm-hmm. um, she helped me with that at the end of the year because I knew I was staying in the same grade level. And so on Friday, after we have a short day when the kids leave and then I get prep time. So that's why I do it on Friday. So really just any time. Mm-hmm. And it's nice because then I just have a fresh start on Monday. Walking into school, I'm not running to the printer because mm-hmm. I know every time I do that, there's going to be a long line or it will choose to jam right when I need <laughs> most. So um I would just pull out like um my April binder and I'd find morning work and then I'd look at I just look at my day-to-day schedule like okay, then we do math and language arts and just kind of have a plan. and it always changes too. That's why I put extra things in there because sometimes I run out of time or, some days we don't get to everything and then I just move it to the next door in the cart so that we can get to it the next day. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Well, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: I do a, um, I do a Google slide cause I'm high school. So like I have it projected on the board when they come in. So it's like my lesson planning. And then also it's, um, like the way that they look at what we're doing for the day as well. And then I just keep that quarter by quarter, semester by semester, year by year. And so then I can like just pull the one up from last year and work off of that one for this year. So
2: yeah,
0: what I have found works really well for me. And then I just have like... um for all my classes I have uh like the the big I I don't have as many worksheets as like say an elementary teacher so <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to worry about like oh my gosh I don't know how you guys keep it all straight um but yeah so the worksheets that I use like all the time are in these little cubby things that I have I had my kids make them I'm a shop teacher so I had them make me like um the paper holder things basically uh-huh. And I just pull out of there on a weekly basis and do all my copying at once. And
2: yeah. Yeah, awesome. yeah. I tried doing the slides thing and it just took too long to type out everything that we were doing. And then I was like, I'll just print it off and not worry about it. So it, yeah, it just depends on your grade level too. Right. And what works for you. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Awesome. Well, where can our listeners find your TV T store um, and find you on Instagram, Pinterest? All the great things. Yeah, so the easiest way is just to go on any social media and look for um my username and then just click the link in my bio because they'll all come up. and um, but my username on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, all the things um is Amy's Adventures. And I'll just spell it because I spell my name in a unique way like we talked about earlier. And then it's not like I'm going on an adventure. I combined that with education. So it starts with an E. And so it's A-I-N-E-E-S-E-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. And any link will have all of the places to find me. And my TPT store is spelled the same and everything like that too.
1: Awesome. awesome. We'll make sure to link to it down below too. But I, I love your your handle. I think it's super clever.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Awesome.
0: Thanks. Thanks so much, Amy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. And I guess the last thing I would say is just if they want to hear more, like if they want to hear more about any of those topics, they like have an episode about each of those that we talked about. Um, They can just head over to Wife Teacher Mommy the podcast. And yeah, I think if they like your show, they'd like mine and vice versa. So that's why we got on each other's shows. So yeah, it's great absolutely. to talk to both of yeah, you. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much listeners. And we will hope you have a great day evening, wherever you're listening to this and we will talk to you guys next week. mm